Today on What About Bob, we will be talking about Biden and de Blasio and how they're waging war on the American hero. And we will also talk about Colin Kaepernick, a.k.a. the Village Idiot. So, I hope you'll join us for this episode of What About Bob? Okay, let's get started here. For all you eager conservative listeners, today is November 2nd, 2021. And of course, uh, the big significance today is the election that's going on down in uh, Virginia for the governor's position. Um, wow, McAuliffe versus Yonkin. And of course, I'm sure most of you are aware of <clears throat> that, or I should say that the polls are showing that Yonkin is, uh, has pulled ahead of McAuliffe, primarily due to McAuliffe's missteps and his comments that uh, parents shouldn't have a say in their children's education. And of course, it seems stuff just kept piling up um, now that he's also suggested that there's too many white teachers in the Virginia school systems, as if, uh, believe me, I and I'm well aware of this after working in education as long as I did, the the push to recruit minority teachers, believe me, I mean, it. that's heavy. But, you know, for many minorities who, you know, complete their college education, they want to go where the money's at. So you can't blame them. And for those who do become teachers, just like anybody else who becomes a teacher, all the power to them. Um, and, of course, uh, all the power to them. If you're talking about the teachers' unions, well, that that is power corrupted. And most of the frontline teachers that I know are good people. But anyway, it'll be interesting tomorrow morning. Uh, of course, everybody's saying that uh, where this election or the decision that comes out of this election is going to uh, put Democrats in a corner. They've decided to live and die by the policies of uh, the progressives, the leftists, and Joe Biden. And so now we'll see if, if McAuliffe is defeated, then um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting for the upcoming 2022 elections, midterm elections. And but I'm not holding my breath right now because uh, there was great hope that Governor Newsom out in California and his recall election would be defeated, but. Well, he won handily. Now, I, I know that California is different than Virginia, but nevertheless, uh, Virginia has become a blue state recently. And for the switch it back to red will be quite fascinating. I also believe there's some state legislature seats that are up and that if enough Republicans win, the Republicans can take back the Virginia House. So, hey, let's keep our fingers crossed. But uh, don't hold your breath yet. So we'll see what tomorrow morning brings. Now, today I wanted to talk about, as uh, I said in the intro, the Blasio and Biden versus the uh, heroes of America. And 
as you well know, uh, de Blasio's, you know, put down a red line, which is interesting considering, you know, how the Democratic Party in the past has put red lines down to outside entities such as illegal immigrants or, you know, Syria and don't you cross this red line or else. And of course, the progressives always back off. But it doesn't look like they're backing off against their own citizens, which I find fascinating. And as you saw the protest, um, de Blasio uh, was going to, uh, you know, fire anybody or I should say sent anybody home uh, who would not get the vaccine or at least would not have started getting the vaccine. And so, uh, anyway, as of yesterday, hundreds of New York City firefighters, fire, excuse me, firefighters, and I think this is coming from, uh, uh, I believe it's uh, Fox News, but hundreds of New York City firefighters called in sick Monday morning yesterday as the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for municipal employees went into effect, bringing the total number of sick outs in the fire department to 2,300 uh, Fort Wayne, New York, uh, the fire department, New York Commissioner Daniel A. Nigro said in a news conference. Speaking at the news conference, Mayor D Bill de Blasio said approximately 9,000 city employees are on leave now without pay as of Monday out of a workforce of 378,000 and for not complying with vaccine mandate regulations. He said public safety has not been compromised. Now, this is de Blasio speaking. Public safety has not been compromised. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. De Blasio said people who are inappropriately using sick leave in the fire department or any other department are facing very serious consequences. Well, I mean, that's certainly, how should I say, I believe, abusing your power. And when a city employee takes it or fakes it and puts other people's lives in danger, according to de Blasio, that's a serious thing. And there are going to be consequences for that, he said. Um, well, he seems to, you know, between the fire department and particularly the police department, he certainly has been laying on the consequences ever since he came into office, considering that he's handcuffed the police. He certainly has uh, done away with all uh, Rudy Giuliani's uh, progress in making New York City one of the safest cities, and it's back to being one of the more dangerous ones. So, by God, uh, de Blasio means what he says. Now, to go on, there are 18 fire units out of service out of 350 total, Nigro said, adding no fire hire, no firehouses are clo closed. Now, then it, it went on to say that uh, the New York Police Department Commissioner, Dermont Shea, said 34 of the 35,000 uniformed officers were on no-pay status on Monday, along with 40 of 17,000 civilian employees. Now, this is quite interesting to me, uh, just simply because uh, they're saying that uh, 18 fire units are out of service, but no fire hired, no firehouses are closed. Now, yesterday, I know it was reported that uh, on Fox and other stations that there were 26 firehouses closed, but they like to say no, or I think de Blasio came out and said, no, no, there are no fire 
firehouses closed. Because if there were fire firehouses closed, of course, that would put everybody and every borough in New York City at risk for the ability of any fire department to respond to an ongoing uh, fire or, or medical situation. But see, no, technically they're not closed if they have one administrator inside the office taking calls. But they still had no people manning the fire engines, the pumps. So, you know, smoke and mirrors. Now, fire uh, Firefighters Association President Andrew Ansborough said the vaccine mandate is, quote, causing an exodus of firefighters from the department. And the remaining firefighters are going to have to work to the breaking point to make up for staffing shortages. Ansborough maintained their union is not anti-vaccine. We are anti-mandate. And I'm sure most of you probably would agree with me. I don't know anybody that's totally anti-vaccine. My own son does not want to get the vaccine, but he's certainly not against anybody who wants, you know, any, or he, he doesn't want to get it, but he's not against anybody who does want to get it. I myself have gotten, and I've gotten, uh, I've gotten three shots now with the booster altogether. So, and, uh, one of our members of our immediate family has gotten COVID and has come through it. Okay. But you know, that's his choice, but what he is against, what I'm against and what I think most Americans are against are mandating it, forcing it down America's throat. Excuse me. And there are some concerns. You know, uh, believe me, the people in the Biden administration, starting with Fauci and many of his minions, and I think many legitimate, certainly many legitimate, you know, high-ranking medical personnel, throws their weight in supporting the vaccines, not just COVID, but almost all vaccines. It, It gives... I think uh, uh, it gives credit to our medical community and and the care and what they put into, you know, producing medications per se. But nevertheless, there are there are, you know, side effects and all that. Now I'll touch on that a little bit more later. But then De Blasio went on to say that this, that the start of a COVID nineteen vaccine mandate has not resulted in service interruptions. Well, we already talked about that for city police, fire and sanitation departments. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Sanitation departments, have you watched any of the news? Do you live in New York City? Do you see the bags of trash piling up? Do you understand the health health risk that are involved because you just don't have enough sanitation workers going out there to pick up the trash? Oh, what a beautiful city New York, New York has become. Uh, but then, though a high number of city employees called in sick, citing health reasons. Well, I'm sorry, but there are consequences for that. De Blasio said Monday, 91% of all municipal employees have been vaccinated with at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine, including large percentages of first responders. The New York Police Department has an 84% vaccination rate, up from 70% when the citywide vaccine mandate was announced October 20th, this according to de Blasio. 
Now, the fire department in New York has a 77% vaccination rate, up from 58% when the mandate was announced. The City Department of Sanitation vaccination rate rose to 83% from 62%, and emergency management services went to 88% from 61%. Okay, good. That's fine. But you have people who have legitimate concerns about getting the vaccine. They may be religious. They may be you know, have allergic reactions. But my understanding is the city has turned them down flat. That's all a power thing. And and from what I also understand, the fire department and the police department has asked, well, or, or are willing to take on-site testing before they start work, you know, just to show that they're not, have not come down with, you know, the, the, the COVID, the coronavirus. But that's not good enough for de Blasio. There seems to be no room, no, no flexibility whatsoever. Now to add a little bit more onto this subject, I recently wrote a piece for my blog site at What About Bob? And you can get to it by typing in bobreinerson.com. It'll take you to my, uh, my blog site, What About Bob? Not to be confused with the movie, of course. But anyway... Uh, I titled it The New Revolt, Sacrifice Versus Vaccinations. And so I write, remember when New York City opera singers stood out on their balconies, giving thanks and acknowledging first responders by performing areas to crowds on the streets below. When restaurants donated and delivered foods to hospitals and others who gave so much to save so many. When military jets did a flyover in the skies over New York paying tribute to the doctors, nurses, EMTs, police, and firefighters who sacrificed, staying at their stations, surrendering their time to do their duties. But what a difference a year makes. November 1st, yesterday, was a deadline to receive the COVID vaccine, and with only three days to go, I wrote this beforehand, of course, according to the latest estimates, over 45,000 New York City public employees have yet received a vaccination. And by a host of indications, most have no intentions of getting the shots. Although the unwillingness to get vaccinated runs deep, there was certainly a willingness to hit the streets in order to express their anger over the mandates. An estimated 5,000 people, mostly made up of firefighters, marched on Grace, Gracie Mansion holding signs saying, quote, we will not comply, essential workers aren't disposable heroes, and, quote, natural immunity. This, uh, unquote, this message served as a reminder that many first responders have already had COVID, thus developing natural antibodies. But even that scientific element has fallen on deaf ears. Perhaps the most ironic signs spelled out, quote, my body, my choice, which of course flies in the face of those liberal politicians, including de Blasio, who were the first to jump on the bandwagon using that same slogan to support unlimited abortion rights. Mayor de Blasio, in giving a less than scientific reason and why he issued the mandate, simply stated, quote, there is no greater privilege than serving the people of New York City, and that privilege comes with a responsibility to keep yourself and your community safe. Now keep that quote in mind. I'm going to come back to that. In this slide, de Blasio, who has already allowed for the once great city to waste away into a crime-ridden Mecca, is following the example of famed intellectual and public speaker, President Joe Biden. Excuse me while I choke. 
Of course, if you'll remember, it was just this last spring when Biden himself said that government lacked the authority to make Americans take the vaccine. How ironic. But then again, progressives and socialists have proven over and over again that laws are petty obstacles. And aside from anything written, the authority belongs solely to the one holding the power. Biden sees no abuse of power. No, for Sleepy Joe, it is easier to drop the A and the B and just go with the U's, the power. <clears throat> but Americans are starting to prove that they are worthy of carrying the mantle of their bold and brave ancestors. Aside from the New York protests, there have been other sites of protest throughout America, including Seattle, Santa Barbara, and even Sioux Falls. Lawsuits have been filed on both the local levels and the national. And according to the USSA website, quote, Feds for Medical Freedom, a coalition organizing federal workers, asked the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia to block Biden's policy from taking effect next month, unquote. The purpose is to deter the mass firing of federal workers, and it is notable that the largest representation of federal employees joining in the suit comes from the Department of Homeland Security. Let me touch on that again. What is also interesting, note, interesting noted in the same article is the issue that, quote, Biden's actions go against the principles of the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, which states that all U.S. citizens have the right to accept or refuse medicines authorized under the, quote, emergency use, unquote, without having to worry about losing their jobs. Well, that certainly has been ignored, hasn't it? And of course, as we have all witnessed, such adversarial tactics are not limited to just government institutions. Private companies are also joining in on the scorched earth approach with workers. As reported by NBC, the quote, the Walt Disney Company, which co-owns ESPN, announced in late July that it would require all salaried and non-union hourly employees to be vaccinated within 60 days. Longtime ESPN sports reporter Allison Williams refused to go along with the mandate, and despite her attempts to find a middle ground, Williams announced her separation from the sports network, citing, quote, I am also so morally and ethically not aligned with this, and I've had to really dig deep and analyze my values and my morals, and ultimately I have to put them first. I have yet to hear the likes of either Biden, de Blasio, or the other major news organizations discuss morals or values when talking about the other side's concerns. There are other medical concerns that you are not hearing the politicians talk about, such as the potential of the COVID vaccine to cause either mycocarditis, pardon me, I'm spelling instead, M-Y-O-C-A-R-D-I-T-I-S, or pericarditis, P-E-R-I-C-A-R-D-I-T-I-S, pardon my pronunciation. But both of these afflictions, although rare, cause inflammation of the heart and, in fact, can be life-threatening. So, again, rare, but still a concern, wouldn't you say? And, of course, as first presented in this piece is the concern of public safety due to the first responders being fired during a time when crime rates have skyrocketed thanks to politicians falling over one another in their quest to defund the police and please their woke overlords. As reported from the State Police Union in Massachusetts, it is projecting that 150 police officers will be forced to resign. 150 officers. I hope all of you out there who 
listen to this podcast understand how much of an impact the loss of 150 police officers can make regarding the safety of the Massachusetts citizens. But when the crime lords, the criminals, the drug dealers, the gangbangers, and all of them understand, you know, that there's 150 police officers that the state police are going to be like, believe me, they will do everything they can to take advantage of that. At a time when America has witnessed a philosophical and political separation, unlike anything seen since the days of the Civil War, egged on daily by news and social media pundits, Biden, de Blasio, and the rest of their socialist crowd have proven once again they are solely inept at healing the wounds and bringing this country together. And apparently they detest making, quote, America great. Now, as I said, I wanted to go back to a quote from de Blasio that I used in this piece when he said, there is no greater privilege than serving the people of New York City. And that privilege comes with the responsibility to keep yourself and your community safe. For God's sakes, do you not think that the New York Fire Department and the police, especially, and uh, of course, the police and all their humiliations, it's, the, it's New York City where all at once uh, roving gangs of thugs feel, you know, that they can just dump buckets of water on police officers as they're trying to do their job, set cars on fire, threaten, strike at them. I mean, for God's sakes, Mayor de Blasio, don't be lecturing about, you know, what their responsibilities are. They've proven time and time again that they are more adept at performing their responsibilities as you, the clueless, have refused to do yours. And and what's that main responsibility? Making sure those people on the front lines have the tools and the support necessary to stop the criminal. And you have failed utterly, horribly in that task, Mayor de Blasio. Now, I had suggested before that certainly New York City isn't the only one uh, forcing mandates onto public employees and first responders. And uh, I so happen in the city of Chicago that since the George Floyd issue, that uh, Chicago has kind of been turned on its head by the likes of the domestic terrorists under the that run under the uh, the names of uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter. But my cousin uh, is a uh, commander of a fire station in Chicago, and he is he's about two years or maybe less now from retirement. Uh, but when I had written my piece that I had just read, I sent him a copy, and he sent me back a response and I'd like to read it to you because I kind of I think it sums up just exactly what are how our first responders are feeling and you talk about low morale that here's what my cousin wrote here's something I wanted to write to you about if you want to put some of this out there and change any of the writing that's fine with me but he goes on 
how quickly things can change. Last year, us first responders were dealing with the unknowns of the coronavirus going into different people's houses 20 to 25 times a day while wearing masks and gloves, being care always careful, not knowing if we become infected ourselves. Some of these calls, we would get our mask pulled off and airborne particles from a patient would make contact with our face, eyes, and mouth. When we would respond to fire calls, you wouldn't be wearing a mask because that would interfere with our breathing apparatus. So you could possibly get infected at any time during the fire call. So what came about last year was that a big majority of us ended up getting the virus. Some members only got a headache while some got very sick and ended up in the hospital for, for a couple of days. Now let's go back to 2020. Nurses, doctors, police, fire, and other first responders were considered heroes, but not now. President Biden just called me a murderer because I might bring the virus in your home and potentially infect someone who could possibly die. So we are in a fight over this vaccine mandate as well as other major police and fire departments across the country. The fight is about being forced into put, to put something in your body that you don't believe in. It should still be your choice. There are numerous reasons not to get the vaccine, which I'm not going to get into here in this, but it still should be your choice. I've gotten the shot. I believe in the shot, but it's a choice to get it or not. And over 80% of my members have taken the shot. But, oh, boy, in 2020, I was a hero. In 2021, I'm a murderer. How things have changed. Now, again, that's my cousin, who is a commander of a firehouse in Chicago. Now, for those of you uh, who might not recall what he's referring to, well, you know, just this last month, President Biden, this according to Fox News, said police officers and first responders who refused the COVID-19 vaccine should stay home and be fired. Speaking during a presidential town hall, moderator Anderson Cooper noted that as many as one in three emergency responders in some major cities are refusing to comply with city vaccine mandates. So Cooper asked him, I'm wondering where you stand on that. Should police officers, first responders, be mandated to get vaccines? And if not, should they be mandated to stay at home, let go? Yes and yes, Biden replied, going on to suggest that he implemented his controversial vaccine mandate only as a last resort. Yeah, I don't buy that. And then he went on to say last month the president announced businesses with more than 100 employees will be required to mandate coronavirus vaccines or administer weekly tests. Um, now, but here's another quote from Biden in a different, uh, I think this came from a news conference, whereas by Biden, quote, says, uh, they're killing people. I mean, they're really, look, the only pandemic we have is amongst the unvaccinated, and they're killing people. But then again, I mean, here's another one. According to the infection fatality uh, numbers, if you look at the actually the number of deaths per 100,000, if you look at the younger people, under 20, I think the, it runs about three deaths per every 100,000 infected, okay? Now, nobody wants to see anybody die of this, but this idea that, you know, again, this 
grand uh, Biden makes it sound like, oh, my God, people are just keeling all over each other. And especially now they're not, not like when this all first started, before the vaccines came out, before we took care, before it was allowed to run its course. Now, if you get to the 77 to 79 age groups, uh, there's a 3% chance of a person dying who comes down with COVID. And in the age of the 80 and over group, it's, it, it, it increases to an 8%. So again, nobody wants to see anybody die. And then again, I mean, you're talking about these government uh, officials, these administrators. Hey, you only have to go back to Cuomo who ordered people already tested positive with COVID to be placed inside the uh, assisted living homes, which that in turn killed people. So if anyone's a killer, my God, it's Governor Cuomo of New York City, not the firemen, not the police officers, not the sanitary workers. But again, my cousin, you know, I think spelled it out pretty good about how so many people, so many first responders are, are feeling all across this country. Okay, we're going to move away from that subject matter, coronavirus and de Blasio and Biden. I'm sure there'll be a lot more of it in the media. And I want to turn my attention to one of my least favorite people in the world, former professional quarterback Colin Kaepernick. Now, it's interesting. You know, when I Googled uh, Kaepernick, uh, it was interesting because when he came up, they no longer identify him as a uh, former uh, NFL quarterback. Instead, they identify him as a social activist. Amazing. Of course, he's making millions of dollars by being a social activist. So why not? But if you haven't heard, um, Colin Kaepernick has suddenly seemed to jump off in the deep end of the swimming pool without noticing that there's great white sharks swimming all around. But that's just what he did. Of course, he's made a name for himself by saying the most idiotic things in the world. So now he's kind of outdone himself. And um, in a headline on the the NBC News site, the headline reads, Colin Kaepernick in Netflix series likens NFL draft to slavery. No dignity. Oh, okay. Now, if you haven't seen the promotional uh, pieces for this uh, from Netflix, uh, Kaepernick walks around all dressed in black with uh, just as heavily uh, as blackened hair that looks like rotted sagebrush in the desert. Uh, But as he's walking us through as a narrator, uh, he uh, suddenly, you know, he, he's making this point, trying to compare NFL athletes uh, to slaves. So I just I'll read from this piece, this NBC piece, in his new coming of age Netflix series, quote Colin in black and white, former NFL quarterback turned civil rights activist Colin Kaepernick is running deep into controversy, this time by equating professional football's draft process with modern-day slavery. And as the first episode opens, a flurry of football players portrayed by black actors are seen charging across the field in 
front of white coaches. Now, what, quote, what they don't want you to understand is what's being established is a power dynamic, Kaepernick uh, says, dressed all in black, like I said. And he goes on to say, quote, before they put you on the field, teams poke, prod, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance, he continues. No boundary respect, no dignity left intact. And then the scene transitions to an open market in America's slavery era, era, where the players, shirtless and shackled, are then sold before one of the slave owners shakes hands with a football coach, merging past with present. And, uh, well, that's, that's fascinating, comparing that. And, and it, a lot of people have responded. And uh, perhaps one of the most formidable people to throw in his opinion is Burgess Owens, who is a former NFL player and now in the U.S. Congress. And if you watch Fox, I'm sure you've seen uh, uh, Senator or Congressman Owens give his uh, uh, two cents worth on a numerous topic, topics. But he said of uh, Kaepernick that uh, he's still trying to land a job in the NFL or he's interviewing for a job. And if you haven't seen that, Kaepernick was asked, and yeah, he's still trying to, to, to gain back some celebrity and uh, play football again. Well, he just made this series comparing the NFL to slave owners. Now, of course, and again, the NFL hierarchy wouldn't surprise me if they did take him back. In fact, they don't want to be called slave owners, so let's take him back and pay him a lot, many more millions on top of his what he's already getting as a civil rights activist. But anyway, Owens, Burgess Owens goes on to say, quote, his interviews for a job, if I'm correct, and he's asking people to pay him a lot of money, and now he's going to dictate to them the conditions. It doesn't work that way in the real world, said Owens. But he went on to say, and I wholeheartedly agree, this is the result of our leftist colleges having kids come out of school with no common sense. And if there's anything lacking these days, it's certainly common sense. Now, I just want to just to give a little bit more appreciation here. According to Overcap.com, these poor, poor NFL players, okay, remember, no one makes them. They submit their names through agents or w- colleges, whatever. They, they submit themselves to the NFL. They're not, you know, tracked down by men on horses and nets thrown on them or whipped or anything like that. And as far as that prodding goes, that Kaepernick, you know, alluded to, that happens to all players including Hispanic players, white players, anybody that goes in because they're going to find out, you know, your body type, you know, so I guess what you're allergic to, what your pee looks like, I, you know, all that. But according to Overcap, 34 current NFL players now make $20 million per season. Let me repeat that, $20 million dollars per season not a bad job if you can get it and the top player is Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs and what does Patrick Mahomes make a Super Bowl winner well he is pulling in 
$45 million a year. And if you're concerned, well, what about those poor players on the other end of the scale? The, the ones that are, you know, they're, 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 they just kind of fill in here and there and they make the minimum salary. Okay, there are 41 players in the NFL that right now make the minimum salary. And that minimum salary is a paltry $610,000 per year. $610,000 per year. Compare that to the Marine or the soldier or the sailor that's going into harm's way. No comparison, right? And this is what Kaepernick <coughs> is trying to keep his name in the arcade. They, to let everybody think he's relevant he is not relevant he's never been relevant and now if i understand correctly he's coming out and bashing his parents people who adopted him and i and i can recall an, a piece that i read when kaepernick was still kind of the darling of the san francisco 49ers when he talked about he didn't want anything to do with his natural mother and his i think his father was a drug addict and the people adopted him, gave him a great home, gave him support. And he, you know, at the time he credited him. But there are influences in Kaepernick's life that somehow they got him as indoctrinated and brainwashed as what the colleges are trying to do to every young person that walks through their ivory halls. So anyway, Colin Kaepernick, once again, the fool, the village idiot. So. That's it for this episode of What About Bob? This uh, Tuesday, November 2nd. I hope uh, many of you are keeping a close eye on the election, on how it's going in uh, uh, Virginia. It would be, uh, I, I certainly hope that we've got all the precincts and there's uh, uh, pertinent supervision going on so there's no chance of cheating so we don't get into the, what we got into during the presidential election. So let's hope for the best. And if by some reason Yunkin, or Yunkin wins, then let the Amer- rest of America take heed and let the Patriots proceed forward this we've got to we've got to you know we we've got to stop this progressive march and oh by the way final note just bought myself a new flag trump 2024 take america back take care have a good rest of the week